0: Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton
1: People need to be told the truth about their sin And it may be very uncomfortable to talk to someone about their sin or the lifestyle The way that they're living and to, uh, to tell them uh, that their sin separates them And that God will judge them for their, their sin if they don't repent it, It's uncomfortable to talk about those things But it's a matter of life or death. It's a matter of heaven or hell for that person.
0: If there was some kind of imminent danger due to a natural disaster, you'd want someone to sound the alarm or to notify you to take shelter, right? You'd be mad if you had no warning of the danger that was coming. But what if that warning had to come through you and it wasn't an easy road to travel? What if your warning came with much retaliation and anger from the person you were trying to help? In today's teaching, Pastor Dan gives a strong exhortation that it's your duty to warn. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 3 for today's edition of Ring of Truth.
1: chapter 3. We're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 3. We got uh, down to verse 15 in Ezekiel chapter 3. We're going to finish chapter 3 and chapter 4. Well, as you may remember, God called Ezekiel to be a prophet to uh, the Jewish people that were in exile in the land of Babylon. We saw in verse 15, Ezekiel says, then I came to the captives at Tel-Abib. Uh, now, the word Tel, it means hill or it means mound. Uh, and the word Abib means corn. Uh, so this, they're, they're dwelling there in Babylon, the Jewish people that are in exile. They're dwelling in the city of Tel-Abib, the hill of corn. Uh, they dwelt by the river Kibar, and I sat where they sat and remained there astonished among them seven days. Now, we're not told why Ezekiel was astonished. We're just told that he sat in astonishment among his fellow countrymen for seven days, for an entire week. Just uh, just, just blown away, stunned by, uh, by just the condition, uh, where they were. And he sits astonished with them. And then verse 16, Now it came to pass at the end of seven days, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. God commissioned Ezekiel here and he gave Ezekiel the job of watchman, the watchman to Israel, the watchman to his people. Now, in ancient times, a watchman's job was to stand on the wall of a city and to watch for any approaching enemy or any approaching danger. And when a watchman standing on the wall of a city saw some approaching danger or an approaching enemy army, they were to sound an alarm to the people in the city. Uh, So a watchman was kind of like a a, a lookout for the city. And they would stand on the wall, they'd watch for any kind of danger or approaching army. And when they saw that danger approaching, they would sound the alarm to the people in the city and warn them so that the people in the city could take the appropriate action. Uh, The Old Testament talks quite a bit about watchmen, the watchmen on the wall. Uh, The watchman is mentioned in several Old Testament books. Uh, I want to read to you, though, from Ezekiel chapter 33, because in Ezekiel 33, the Lord explains the job of the watchman. Listen to what it says. When the watchman sees the enemy coming, he sounds the alarm to warn the people. Then if those who hear the alarm refuse to take action... Well, it's their own fault if they die. They heard the alarm, but ignored it. So the responsibility is theirs. If they had listened to the warning, they could have saved their lives. But if the watchman sees the enemy coming and doesn't sound the alarm to warn the people, well, he is responsible for their captivity. They will die in their sins, but I will hold the watchman responsible for their deaths, so the watchman had a great responsibility, an obligation, really, to sound the alarm when he saw danger coming. If, if he would failed to sound the alarm, he would be negligent, uh, and and the death of the people would be on him, upon his hands, if he failed to sound uh, the the alarm. So, so the watchman's job was really a matter of life or death people lived or died by the watchman's faithfulness to his job now ezekiel was made a spiritual watchman of the people of israel that were in babylon and ezekiel's job was to warn the people about their sin and the danger of god's judgment If they did not repent of their sins and turn back to God for salvation. Uh, At the end of verse 17, God says, therefore, hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. He goes on in verse 18 to say, when I say to the wicked, you shall surely die and you give him no warning nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Speaking to Ezekiel. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity. So here you have a righteous man who turns from his righteousness the bible says that all we like sheep go astray we're all prone to wander at times and here you have a righteous man who turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity and i lay a stumbling block before him god tries to prevent him from going astray he shall die because you did not give him warning he shall die in his sin and his righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered. Isn't that true with righteous people? When they get caught up in sin or turn away into sin. That's the thing we remember. We remember their great sin that brought them down. And we, we forget all of the righteous things that they may have done. Or the righteous life they may have lived. All of that righteousness in a sense is completely forgotten. And all that is remembered is the failure the iniquity. And so it is. And so he says here. Uh, uh, he shall die in his sin. His righteousness which he has done shall not be remembered. But his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless if you warn the righteous man. That the righteous should not sin. And he does not sin. He shall surely live because he took warning. Also you will have delivered your soul. I want you to notice, first of all here, that God puts uh, people into one of two categories or one of two classifications. You have the wicked and you have the righteous. And those are the two groups that God designates among humanity. Wicked and righteous. Godly, ungodly. And Ezekiel was supposed to declare to them the word of God that he received from God He was to declare the word to the people and he was to warn them about their sin, just as God told him to. If it was a wicked person, to warn them about their wickedness. If it was a righteous person who has turned away from his righteousness and gone astray, he's to warn him to get him back on track. And it was a matter of life or death. God says if Ezekiel refused to warn the people as the watchman, And they died in their sin that their blood would be upon Ezekiel's hands. In Acts chapter 20, uh, the Apostle Paul echoed uh, this same thing when he met with the elders of the church of Ephesus there on the shore. And he said to them, uh, thinking that he's never going to see them again, he says, I am pure of the blood of all men, for I have not shunned to declare to you, All the counsel of God. Paul said, I've told you everything God said. So your blood is not on my hands. I've I've told you the whole counsel of God's word. uh, And so you do with it what you're going to do with it. But your blood is not on my hands. You know, uh, we're going verse by verse, chapter by chapter book by book, through the Bible. We've completed the entire New Testament. Uh, We're we're progressing our way through the Old Testament. And there will come a day uh, when we finish Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament, that I will be able to stand up here, and hopefully you'll be back by then, and I'll be able to declare to you that I have not shunned to declare unto you the whole counsel of of God's Word. I've told you everything God said in his, in his Word. That's what Paul says to the leaders of the church in Ephesus. I've told you everything God said, so your blood is not on my hands.
0: Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs.
1: Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it.
0: Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message.
1: Uh, The watchman had an obligation. The watchman had a responsibility. Ezekiel has a responsibility given to him by God, and he has a responsibility to tell people the truth about their sin. God knows that delivering the truth to someone about their lifestyle can be uh, intimidating. It can be unpopular. Uh, it, and, and God knows that we might be tempted to avoid that conversation. We might be tempted to not call sin, sin, to give sin a pass. Uh, it, might, uh, it is uncomfortable for us to, to confront someone uh, and to confront someone with the truth of scriptures. I mean, no one likes talking about sin. Uh, no one likes talking about judgment. No one likes talking about uh, hell. Uh, I, I'd much rather just, you know, just teach on the, the the passages in the Bible that make us feel good and make us feel happy and, you know, and skip the passages. Uh, that are all about uh, you know judgment and sin and and those kinds of of things uh, you know just kind of avoid the heavy stuff and stick to the feel good stuff. But God tells Ezekiel, hey, this is a matter of life or death for that person that is in sin, and it is a matter of life and death. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul says, says, don't be deceived. You know the the ungodly will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, the Bible says that, uh, that we all sin and that our sin separates us from God and that the wages of sin is death. And someone who dies in their sins without repenting, without putting their faith in Jesus Christ will be separated from God forever, for all eternity. They'll go to hell. And the Bible describes hell as a place of everlasting torment. Jesus said it's a place of wailing and gnashing of teeth. And people need to be told the truth about their sin. And it may be very uncomfortable to talk to someone about their sin or their lifestyle, the way that they're living, and to uh, to tell them uh, that their sin separates them and that God will judge them for their their sin if they don't repent. It, it's uncomfortable to talk about those things. But it's a matter of life or death. It's a matter of heaven or hell. For that person. You know in a sense. We are all called to be watchmen. In this world. You know a watchman's job again is to, to look. You know uh, vigilantly for approaching danger. We're an approaching enemy. And to warn people that, that are in danger. So that they can take the appropriate action to avoid that danger. And we all have that responsibility as followers of Christ. We all have that obligation to declare the truth of scripture to people about their sin. We, we do it in a loving way. Uh, we do it in a humble way you know, with, a, with a, a, a broken heart for their sin. Uh, but we have an obligation to talk to people, to tell people, to warn people about sin and judgment and compromise. And when we warn people about their sin, you know, of course, we should also declare to them the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. If we're going to talk about sin, we've got to talk of the gospel. We've got to tell them about the remedy that God has provided for them through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, through his sacrifice for sin. You know, as I said, the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the rest of that verse says, But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Our Lord God offers us a way of escape. He offers us a way of forgiveness through Jesus Christ. The cross is god 's answer to our sin. The cross is our, our way of escape from judgment. God has commissioned every believer to to preach the gospel to tell people the good news of the gospel, and so in a sense. We all have this responsibility that's been laid on Ezekiel. To not avoid it as uncomfortable as it is. Uh, to not uh, ignore it. Or look, you know, look the other way, so to speak. Or just uh, turn a blind eye or make an exception. Whatever you, want to, whatever you want to say. We're called to declare the truth to people. and To warn people. About what God's word says. Listen to what it says in the New Testament. I have a couple verses for you from the New Testament. That kind of um, echo the same sentiment that we find in Ezekiel. In the book of James. James says, my dear brothers and sisters. If someone among you wanders away from the truth. And is brought back. You can be sure that whoever brings that sinner back will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. Someone who wanders away from the truth. And if you warn them and they come back, you can be sure that they have been saved from death. They've been saved from God's judgment. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1 says, Dear brothers and sisters, If another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. We have an obligation. We have a responsibility. We see a brother or sister in Christ that is overcome by some sin. To go to them humbly and gently, but to warn them. And to plead with them to turn back to God. To repent of their sin. And get right with God. You know, I, I think that the worst, one of the worst things that you could hear a Christian say. Is when a brother or sister in Christ. Is overcome by some sin. And it comes out that they're overcome by some sin. And they get exposed. And to hear some Christians say, well, it doesn't really surprise me. I kind of suspected that that person was caught up in that stuff. Really? You didn't say anything to them? You didn't warn them? As a brother or sister in Christ, you didn't plead with them and try to get them to turn back? You knew they were going down this path? And you didn't say anything? Well, that's the warning he gives to Ezekiel here. As a watchman on the wall, you have a responsibility to say something. You have, a, you have an obligation. To warn people. And faithfully declare. God's word. And God says here to Ezekiel. Hey that people could receive the message. Or they could reject the message. They could heed the warning. They could ignore the warning. Ezekiel that's not your concern. Your concern is to just faithfully. Declare to them what I tell you. To declare to them. About their sin." Look at verse 22. Then the hand of the Lord was upon me there. And he said to me, arise, go out into the plain or out into the valley. And there I shall talk with you. So I arose and went out into the plain. And behold, the glory of the Lord stood there. Like the glory which I saw by the river Kibar, back in chapter 1 and I fell on my face. Once again, we see Ezekiel fall on his face when he sees the glory of the Lord. If you remember from chapter 1, when God initially called Ezekiel into this prophetic ministry, God showed Ezekiel a vision of, Of his glory. You remember that magnificent description in chapter 1. Of the cherubim and the wheels within the wheels. And and God in his glory on his, his throne. That seeing the glory of God is what motivated Ezekiel. To answer the call. That God had placed on his life to be a prophet. To the people of Israel and Babylon. So now what happens is. God tells Ezekiel to leave the city of Tel Aviv where the Jewish people are living and to just go out into the plain, go out into the country, go out into the valley alone so that God could talk to him there. And what does God do? God gives Ezekiel a fresh vision of his glory. And what God does here with Ezekiel is key. It's key to preventing uh, burnout. It's key to preventing weariness and discouragement. What God does here is he tells Ezekiel to get away from the people, get away from the ministry and get alone with me, get alone with God so that God can talk to him and so that God can show him his glory.
0: You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan as he teaches verse-by-verse verse through the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet of God, and though he was faced with the difficult job of speaking hard truths, he also spoke of great hope. Even though the Israelites were constantly disobeying God, God was still faithful to them and offered a way of restoration. This is what Ezekiel so boldly proclaimed, and this is what God also offers to you. If you'd like to learn more about Ring of Truth, we encourage you to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You'll also find information about the church behind this ministry, Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. We have a heart for spreading the gospel message to all we come in contact with and all are welcome to come and worship with us at our location in Columbia, Maryland. If you're ever in the area on a Sunday morning, we'd love for you to join us for a time of worship and Bible study. We'll study God's Word together and strengthen each other through prayer and fellowship. Come by and meet Pastor Dan and all of us here at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. For service times and location information, visit calvaryec.com or give us a call at 410-491-4592. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. That's all we have time for today, but be sure to join Pastor Dan as he shares more from the book of Ezekiel on the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and i
1: recognize the